Greetings and welcome to TanakhStudy.com, the podcast program in which we study one chapter of Tanakh in each podcast. My name is Yitzhak Et Shalom. It's my honor to be studying Sefer Eov with you. We are now in Perek Tetvav, Eliphaz's second response to Eov. Now that we're on the second cycle, Vayan Eliphaz Temani Vayomar. Here is his response. Hechacham ya'aned da'at ruach, vimalei kadim bitno. Does the wise man answer with, uh, with wisdom? Actually, hachacham yaned da'at ruach. He's answering with a lot of air, a lot of wind. Vimalei kadim bitno. Kadim, the east wind, is a parallel in poetry in Tanakh to the wind, and his stomach is filled with this. In other words, the one who's calling himself a chacham, which remember at the beginning of Eov's response, uh, in the last two prakim, he said, when am I less wise than you? I'm also wise. Well, your wisdom, all you're giving forth is a lot of wind. You're reproving, and remember, this goes back to Eliphaz's first words in Perak Dalad, that, that Eov was a leader who taught other people and encouraged them and gave them support and consolation. Re- rebuking is not give, uh, any gain. Yiskon from the word of Aremiskanot, uh, um, uh, a, a storehouse. Umilim lo yoilbam, in words that don't help anybody. Not only that, but you are disrupting your atelokim, the fear of God, because people will hear the way you're speaking and they will lose their own fear of God. And you are um, uh, lessening to a prayer before God. People will not pray. Your sin is teaching your mouth, or your mouth is, the sin in your mouth is teaching others. Yalev is teach. And you selected language which is deceptive. And you made yourself sound like a righteous person ready to face God, but really you were just teaching people to not fear God. You have said, please, somebody come and tell me what my sins are. That's what Eov was saying. He said, your own mouth is testified to your own sins, not me. Your own lips have answered against you, have testified against you. Harishon, we have the strange spelling of Rishon here. Harishon Adam Tivaled, are you the first person to be born? Which has a double-edged piece to it. Actually, both edges against. Were you created before the mountains? So, one piece here that the first half of it attacks is, are you the first person ever, the first person to ever go through this? You think it's never happened before? You've been singled out? And the second piece is, are you here before wisdom? You were created before the mountains, as the passage in Mishlei points out about wisdom being created before the mountains. And you're that old? And Eliphaz here is addressing Eov's attack on both Eliphaz's and Bild and Bildad's presentations. Eliphaz's presentation, if you recall from Berk Dalad and Hay, was about prophecy. He had a vision. And Bildad's was on sayings of the ancients. And here he, Eliphaz attacks Eo for his attack on both those. Havishod Eloa Tishma, have you been privy to God's counsel? And here Tigra is different than the use earlier. Here it's to to swallow or to take in. Wisdom has been taken into you? What do you know that we don't know? Tavin You understand something that we don't have? Gam sav gam yashish panu. 
Sav meaning an old person. Seva. And a Yashish, an, an elderly person. We also have elderly people among us. Now, among us, who is whom? Is either it means among the three of them, or it means among the group they represent, or the people of the world. Kabir me'avichayamim, where people are older than your father. Now, this is... We never hear about Eov's father. So this is a way of saying that we are much older than you. We're even older than your father. Is it not enough for you, the comfort that God gives you? And it's something too quiet for you, too soft for you? What will seduce you? Interesting word we'll talk about in a moment. What will your eyes allude to? What is it that's going to seduce you, as it were? Now, the word Yerzimun is a, an example of transplanted, tra- inverted letters. We have often in Tanakh, like Kivsan, Kisbat, Salman, Semla, um, um, uh, Yigrazun, Yirgazun. Here, Yerzimun seems to be a transfer of, of Yermizun. But the interesting enough, the word remez, hint, shows up nowhere in Tanakh. So it's the one place it shows up, and again, with transferred letters. Kitashiv el el ruchecha. When you return your soul to God, which here means actually praying to him, and you open up and say words before God. Can a man ever be justified? And your claim is you'd be justified in front of God if he would but let you come and speak. Can a man ever be justified? And this is returning to Eliphaz's original trope. Can a man born of woman, a human, ever find himself tzaddik in front of God? And here is a, pa- a passage, the first half of which is exactly uh, taken from Parak uh, Hey. God doesn't even trust his own holy ones. And in Parak Dalad, Parak Hey, it's Uvmalachav Yasim Tohola. Kloshav is his angels. Here it's Vishamayim Lozakubainav. The heavens. And here, the heavens may mean another name for angels, and may mean the heavens, as we'll see. Lo zakubenav are not pure in his eyes. So there's a play on words here, because shamayim zakim, pure heavens, meaning like a perfectly blue sky, is an image we see in Tanakh. Even the heavens are not pure in his eyes. In other words, the clearest, purest thing to God is not pure, because his purity is so beyond that. And the other possibility is talking about the angels. Even the angels are not. So, ah, here's the Kalvachomer, Kinit Avvenelach, one who is an abomination, who is a sinner. Ish Shotech Hamayim Avlaya, somebody who drinks sin like water. Somebody who runs after sin. Achavchash Mali, I'm going to tell you, and now listen to me. I will relate it to you, and listen to me. Vizechaziti Vasapera. Now, here he goes back to what he said back in, in Perak Dalad. This is what I saw in a vision, and I'll tell you. But now he goes to Bildad's piece, which is Asher Chachamim Yagidu. He's going to repeat what the elders, what the wise ones have said. They did not withhold anything from their parents, meaning from what they heard from their parents. They did not withhold anything. They told us all. We have the whole truth. And now he speaks about the elders, the previous generations, the righteous ones whose words should be attended to, and do not jive, of course, with what Eov said. And what's so great about them? They alone were given the land. Well, this is talking from Israeli perspective, it would be referring to the generation of Yoshua, or whether it's referring to the Avot, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, 
or whether it's saying these are the ones who inherited the earth. There never was a foreigner among them, which tells us several things. First of all, that means they were clearly righteous people. God gave them the land. Second of all, they had no adulteration in their wisdom because there there was no other culture mixed in with them, whatever that may mean, whatever the culture is. And third thing is that because they didn't have to fight for their land and they had it alone, they had... Uh, a certain uh, tranquility and an ability to reflect honestly on the reality of the world, and therefore their words are pure wisdom. And what did they say? One of Eov's attacks was he sees people who are Shaim who seem to be successful. He, and he says, the reality is that a Rasha, his whole life, he's shaking. And there's very few years that are left for the rich, powerful person. He always hears the voice of fear. It means paranoia. Even when he's at peace, he's always afraid of a thief coming. When he's in the darkness, he doesn't believe that he's able to get out. He imagines the sword coming for him. He looks all around, where's the bread? He's in the darkness, and all he anticipates is the is the terrible thing happening, and he can't find his sustenance. And he knows that the day of darkness is right there waiting for him. It's going to happen any time. In other words, these Rishayim, who look to be so secure and so successful in this world, which is your attack on God, the reality is they have terrible pangs of conscience. They have terrible fears all the time of tragedy coming to affect them. Pain and travail always scare them, meaning they don't have to be in them, but the, the anticipation of it scares them. It attacks him like a king who's being prepared for Kidor. Now, Kidor, wide range of opinions about what this singular word, this Hepax Legamanon, may mean. It may refer to a siege coming to the city, it may refer to a kind of weapon that's going to attack the king. What, however we read it, it's something that the king is definitely afraid of, and that's what's always scaring these people. Because he has lifted his hand uh, against God and trying to overcome God. He runs at God with his neck out. With blots sticking out of his armor, as it were. And he's covered up his face with all of his fat. And with his fat underneath, he's covered it up. And this is his attack on God, the Rasha. He ends up living in cities that are destroyed, in houses that are condemned, as it were. That they're destiny was to be piles of rocks to be destroyed. In other words, wherever he is, he's busy being angry at God, and in the meantime, he is in a place which is essentially condemned. A place that right now might look good, but very soon is going to turn into nothing, and he's anticipating that. And he's filled with that fear. He will not become wealthy. His, his fortune will not stand tall. And he will not fall to the to the earth because of it. Meaning, if he's carrying all of his wealth, he won't fall to the earth because he won't have so much on his shoulders. It's an interesting poetic take. 
So on the one hand, lo yakum, on the other hand, lo yiteh. So he's not going to stand tall with his wealth, on the other hand, or his wealth won't stand tall, on the other hand, he won't fall over from the burden of his wealth. Lo yasur minichoshech yonakto. And now we move to an image of a tree. In the, from the darkness, and a tree, of course, needs light, so his tree is in the dark, and the shoot that comes out from the tree will not move out. Tiyabesh shall have it, and if it does move out, it'll be burned up by a flame. Viasur beruach piv. And then whatever's left, God will blow a wind and it'll blow away. Now the image almost of the Kikayon and Yonah. Al yamein bashav nit'ah. He shouldn't trust in nonsense, in emptiness. Kishav tiyatmurato, because the reality is that's what his end is going to be, emptiness. He should not trust in empty promises and things that he's made for himself. This is the Rasha. And this is not Nestle Eov, but this is what he's saying to Eov, this is what the Rasha really has in his life, in his, in his imagination, in what he has to anticipate, and in his future. So you shouldn't be so worried about how successful he seems to be. Below Yomoti Male, he will be finished before his day comes, meaning early. Back in the, the tree, the branches will not be fresh branches, they'll be wilted. Yachmos kagefen bisro, and the the fruit will fall off uh, even when they're young, like boser. Viashlech kazayit nitzato, and the but the bud will come out of his fruit even when it's still a zayit. Ki adat chanef galmud, and here's to the nimshal. The group of rishayim are isolated. Veish achlaholeishochad, and fire destroys the houses that are built on shochad on bribery. Haro amal v'yalod aven, they work hard to conceive and give birth to nothing. Uvitnam tachin mirma, and their stomachs, their wombs prepare deceit, which could mean that they, these rishayim, work to create generations and then their children die, or they're not able to reproduce. In any case, what Eliphaz's uh, main response to Eov was really twofold. The first half was attacking Eov for his claim to having the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding. And the second piece was directed at Eov's complaint against God about the success of the Rishayim. And Eliphaz tells him what indeed is really going to be happen, happened or does happen with the Rishayim. And we'll hear Eov's response, which comes in two chapters, Tetzayin Yod Zion, we'll hear that in the next two podcasts. In the meantime, it should have a wonderful day.